Welcome to the Art of Human podcast, the podcast where we discuss the essence of being a happy, healthy human via perspective and knowledge from humans of all walks of life. I am your host, Sapien. I hope you enjoy. The only way you're going to feel better if you could just internally tell yourself that you're going to be better. It's not limited to one perspective because the truth in actuality lies in many perspectives. You need to know what you want in life. Paying attention as well to your inner narrative, the inner dialogue you have going on. <laughs> fun is the fundamental. Si quieres hablar, Don Pancho, nomás para ver cómo está funcionando. Hello, hello. Hola. <risa> ¿Cómo estás? Estoy muy bien, ¿y usted? Bien, bien, por aquí, mire. <risa> Te cambiaste la camisa porque... Me cambié de camisa para salir más mejor de... <risa> Don Pancho, ¿cuántos años tienes? Yo tengo 91, voy pateando, 92. <risa> ¿Y cuándo es su cumpleaños? El 24 de junio del, 20, del 29 de... ¿Del 29? Del 1929. Wow. So usted ha mirado mucho en su vida, ¿verdad? Así es, sí. <ríe> wow. All right, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Art of Human podcast. It's a pleasure to have you join us today. Uh, so today I want to build a little context for you guys. This is a very unique podcast, different from any other podcast that we've done because we have four people that are going to be active on the microphone. So, but the main person in which I will be interviewing is Don Pancho. He's a 91 year old man. He happens to be the dad of my, <laughs> he's the dad of my dad's wife. And he's 91 years old. He grew up in El Salvador. And he's a very, very healthy man who is just extremely active. He's always up early. He's He makes his own cup of coffee. He goes outside to water the plants. He gives food to the dogs. He's just been very inspirational to me in the sense that he's he's still so healthy at the age of 91 years old. And this is just a fun fact, but there was one occasion where Don Pancho was doing yard work outside. He was cutting the branches off of a tree because he just likes to help around the house. And me and my dad had left Don Pancho cutting the branches of the tree. And we came back like two hours later and we told him, hey, it looks really great. You did a great job, but you're done. And he wanted to persist and to continue to cut the branches. And so that just kind of builds a little bit of context for you guys as to the state of health in which this man is in. And okay, guys, so the way this interview is going to go down is that I am going to be asking the questions to Don Pancho in English. However, he does not speak English. So my dad, who will introduce himself shortly, will be the one who will be asking Don Pancho the questions in Spanish. And then, so my dad will basically be the translator. And then the other guest who is on the podcast is Miriam, who is my dad's wife. And, of course, Don Pancho. So, Pa, if you want to say hi to everybody. No, no, no. Not Hello. Uh, this is Marion Rodriguez. I'm Christian's dad. And 
for today's podcast. I will be doing the translation from Spanish to English and from English to Spanish, so that way we can make this whole thing flow with the interview with Don uh, Francisco Rosales, alias Don Pancho. So, any further delay, I will pass the microphone to Christian. And we're just going to take a quick pause just to make sure that everything's working properly. Hola, Miriam, ¿qué tal? <laughs> Don Pancho, nomás diga su nombre para que la gente sabe quién eres. Francisco Rosales, el que está hablando actualmente. Ok, ahora si, si los puedes dar a Miriam. Hola, yo soy Miriam y soy la hija de Don Francisco Rosales. Uh, él es 91 años de edad. Y aquí estoy también para aportar uh, algo adicional sobre la vida de mi papá, por si, por si gustan conocer acerca de, de él más. Uh, well, uh, Mr. Francisco Rosales, say hi to all of you, as well as Miriam Rosales de Rodríguez, who is her daughter, and she is going to be providing any kind of... Um, Feeling uh, information pertaining to whatever little story or anecdote that Mr. Rosales might be explaining for the audience. All right, so my first question for Don Pancho, and it's very simple it's what makes you happy? Don Pancho, la primera pregunta para usted es: ¿Qué lo hace usted feliz? Me hace feliz la. Estar feliz es no tener problemas, no estar, no estar con cosas que no puede tener uno en su corazón. Nada es que estar limpio de su mente y de su corazón también. Okay. Um, I know that you're like, oh, my bad. <laughs> my dad's going to translate that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Francisco said that what makes him happy is uh, anything that it brings him peace and harmony and everything that bring uh, a peace of mind uh, anything that is good and, and is relaxing uh, that's what basically for him is uh, happiness my next question which i'm excited to ask you based on what you said is like how much does faith or how much does because I know you're a religious person how much does religion and how much does God play in 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 your happiness la, la siguiente pregunta para usted don Pancho es ¿qué lo, lo hace a usted eh, feliz? Y siendo usted un hombre eh, religioso eh, eh, ¿qué, ¿qué es lo que le trae a usted? ¿qué fe? ¿qué parte de la religión es lo que lo hace a usted eh, feliz? La, la religión me hace feliz oír su palabra y escucharla y tenerla en el corazón y en tu mente. Okay. It, it, what makes me happy is to have the word of God in my mind, in my heart, uh, listening to it and preaching it is what makes me uh, happy. I'm just curious, like, what kind of diet did you have growing up? Because I know speaking to your daughter, Miriam, she's talked about how you haven't, you didn't eat too much meat growing up. 
And I'm just curious as to like if you can give us more context as to what your diet was like growing up, because maybe that has to do with the longevity of your life. Uh, uh, don Pancho, uh, díganos para los uh, escuchadores uh, qué es, uh, cuál fue su su dieta cuando uh, en su juventud, qué era lo que usted comía, qué clase de dieta usted tenía que usted eh, le haya ayudado a través de la vida para que le dé la, la vida tan larga que usted ha tenido eh, hasta ahora. Este, para mí fue la, lo, más, lo más bueno que tuve en mi vida es que no comí cosas, digamos, que como las que hay aquí, comía cosas, digamos, naturales, todo natural, no ya no hay cosas químicas, nada. A eso es lo bueno allá en El Salvador. Me crié con mi, mi abuelito y él me enseñó hasta para andar sembrando esa, la lechuga, crié lechuga, le dicen al, al repollo, y ya no, que hay matitas así, así crecen de alta. Todo eso eh, aprendí allá con mi abuelito. Mi abuelito murió de a los 115 años por la próstata, no porque él estaba bien entero. Así que era, quisiera llegar yo, pero él murió ciento, de 115 años. Agarró 10 años del siglo viejo, mi, mi abuelito, y a esa edad le digo a mi, a mi padre que está en los cielos, que la quiero tener esa vida y hasta ahí. Uh -huh. Hasta 115 años. Sí. Uh, the, the answer to Christian question in regard to Mr. Francisco uh, Dyer and uh, his youth is that he says that pretty much he, he, he didn't have the kind of diet, for instance, right now where young people are eating a lot of uh, food that are uh, treated with chemicals. Uh, for instance, you can say all the uh, 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 all those products that you buy in bags, like the chichetos, uh, all the um, uh, potato, fried potatoes, and things like that that are very uh, hard on fats and things like Processed. that. Processed food. Basically, they never had anything like that. They used to eat a lot of fresh uh, vegetables like a cabbage and other uh, produce. So the, he uh, pretty much, um, um, he he says that basically eating a lot of vegetables and all those things is what actually uh, help him to be as, uh, at, uh, help him achieve the age that he have as right now. And he says that he hope that he'll be like his his grandfather, that pretty much he lived all the way up to uh, age of 115, and the only reason he passed away at that age was because he had a complication, a prostate complication that was not treated on time. The otherwise he probably would have lived much longer since he was a very uh, still uh, thriving and strong person at that age of 115, but unfortunately because of the prostate, there, there was a, an illness that was not very commonly treated back in those days. He ended up passing away at the age of 115, 
But the way that Mr. Pancho, Don Pancho says is, is that he was still at that age. Uh, he, he looks very strong and very energetic. But unfortunately, the prostate uh, got the best of him. Uh, Miriam, do you have any further context that you want to add? Miriam, si tú tienes algo más que puedes agregar de, de lo que hemos hablado? Yeah, uh, one important thing is uh, my, uh, well, my father said that uh, he used to say to, to his, um, what to us, he said that uh, in his, um, in his uh, childhood, he didn't eat uh, meat a lot. Uh, they used to eat uh, like um, dairy products. Yeah, he did it. Uh, and then, dairy products? Dairy products. Uh, thank you, Christian. Dairy products. And then vegetable, like Marin said, but uh, not much meat. Even though they they have a lot, they, they cook a lot of meat over there. They, uh, all his family did, did that. So, but uh, he never eat a lot of that. I think that's a very important thing to remark because... Um, Uh, I, I got surprised for his longevity too. So I think that that may be a key factor for his longevity. I think so. So that's it. Okay. And Miriam, maybe, you know, you're the daughter of this man and your grandpa lived till you were 100, till he was 115. So that means you might live for a long time too. <laughs> I hope so, but I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my next question for Don Pancho is, can you tell us a little bit about the daily routine that you have, right? Because I think, you know, a lot of people, we all have our routines and I've been here, I've visited you enough times to know, a, I have a grasp of what your routine is like. And I think what people do every day, what their behaviors are on the day-to-day -day basis, they have a lot of influence on our overall health. So if you can just tell us a little bit about your daily routine. Sí, don Francisco. La siguiente pregunta eh, tiene que ver con cuáles son las cosas que usted hace en el día a día, es decir, su rutina, de que usted se levanta en la mañana hasta que usted se acuesta. ¿Qué es lo que usted acostumbra hacer día a día? Me gusta limpiar todo de la casa, me la juega por todo, por la calle, por el andén, a tener re bonito el, el lugar aquí donde vivimos, que no esté chuco, porque hay gente que lo julga uno por uno que no limpia su casita, pero aquí estamos bien porque la, la limpia todos los días. Todas las mañanas a las 5 y ando ahí barriendo. ¿Y después mediodía y la tarde? Ah, lo de la calle también, barro el andén para que esté limpito y no esté chuco todo. Al imperio toda la orilla de la calle. ¿Y qué más hace durante el día? Eso es lo que me enseñaron mis padres, por eso no se me olvida de eso de, de madrugar a hacer las cosas. Y como también en el, en el trabajo, el, el, eso me, me costaba, porque me, en veces me costaba, no dormía más que dos horas de la noche cuando estábamos en la molienda. Ahí fue lo más duro, porque ahí sí, al, al 15 ya uno ya no aguantaba el sueño, ya tenía que andar algo dormido ahí en la molienda, pero... Nunca quedé mal con mis padres porque los, 
como me, di, me dieron la, el, el derecho de mi padre que de, de limpiar la, la finca, de cafetar la cagaña, sembrar maíz, frijol, todo. Eso es lo que me gustaba a mí, mire. Y, y lo más que la soy, la, mi hermana, hasta que esa llegaba, vení a comer, esperate, todavía me falta, me faltan como 10 surcos, donde termine voy a comer, ya, ya quedo descansando. Vaya, pues me decía, se sentaba y a estar esperándome que hasta que terminaba de, de surquear. Clean around the house to make sure everything is in good state. And the reason why my father uh, showed me how to take care of, of our house at the time was basically because some people uh, like to judge you by the way that your house looked like. So my dad showed me that. So the first thing I do, even all the way up to today, is that I get up early in the morning and I go outside of the house and I make sure that everything is very tidy and everything looks good. I go ahead and I clean around the, the yard. I make sure I water the plants. And then, you know, back in, in my early days, then too, we used to have a plantation. My father used to own a plantation and, um, and then a uh, well, farm uh, pretty much. And uh, we used to plant a lot of different things. So we used to have a windmill too, where we used to uh, mill a lot of corn and rice and things like that. And so I used to spend the whole day uh, taking care of the crops and doing things. And it was so much so that I used to like so much uh, to work that sometime my, my sister would come over and bring me food And I would tell him, well, I'm not going to eat right now because I'd rather go ahead and finish taking care of whatever section of the plot he was taking care of. And then I would say, I will eat later. So that way, that once I eat, I rest for the, uh, for the afternoon. Well, they, we used to spend a lot of long days working in the farm and, and pretty much staying busy throughout the day. And um, so... That's uh, some of my routines since my early days. I'm curious, um, you know, I, on the podcast, I talk a lot about mental health and spirituality and things of that sort. And we've already talked about faith and God and things of that sort, which I do think that is relevant to, to happiness and health. Um, what I don't talk about too often on the podcast is talking about physical health. Um, I just wanted to ask, Did you ever in your life have a particular like exercise routine that you did or what do you think is what gives you the the physicality that you have at this age because you're 91 years old but you still can walk, you still can can make your own coffee, you still can go up and down the stairs, you can obviously trim down branches like I was saying earlier. Like what do you think it is that gives you the physical ability that you have at this age? Eh, yo sé que, por ejemplo, usted tiene mucha espiritualidad y usted tiene mucha fe y todo eso, pero una de las cosas que me, me sorprende eh, es su habilidad física, 
que usted siempre está eh, este siempre está activo usted siempre está haciendo algo y siempre se mantiene a cierto nivel de, de actividad y, y, y la pregunta que yo le quiero hacer es qué usted cree es lo que le ayuda a usted a esa a poder mantener esa actividad física donde usted está siempre eh, haciendo algo físicamente bueno allí es el, el, mire allí casi de, mi padre que está en los cielos es el que me enseña mucho él me da las, las cosas para que yo haga él me, me pone los dibujos también así todo para hacer los dibujos no lo hago porque Dios es el que está conmigo y él tiene Quedarme más para yo gozarme más en mi vida para más adelante, que ya tenga siquiera unos, unos 130 años, ¿verdad? Que llego. Pero así le pido yo que me dé unos 30 años más para allá. Eso le quiero y me lo va a dar primero Dios. Estoy seguro, porque ya estuvo cerquita conmigo cuando me operaron. Que me la mira me dijo: No vayas con ese dolor, yo voy y le dije yo. A la iglesia, mire, yo me sentí así, donde me senté al gran dolor. Ay, señor, le dije, este gran dolor, ¿cómo hago para quitármelo? Le dije. A ratito estaba currucadito enfrente de mí mirándome. No me habló, solo sentadito, currucadito así. Y yo, gracias porque has venido a verme, Señor, gracias, gracias, Señor, porque me has venido a, a verme así, así con este mi dolor, le decía. Mire, ya, como estaba con los ojos cerrados, ya cuando abrí los ojos ya no lo vi, ya estaba, ya, ya se había ido. Pero el dolor también ya no estaba. Ese día, el siguiente día me, lo, me quitaron el, los aparatos que me habían puesto. A los cuatro días me habían puesto como seis semanas, ¿verdad? Seis semanas me habían puesto que iba a estar así, pero mire, para Dios no hay nada imposible, para Dios todo es posible. Si puedes creer, pues, pero si no crees, no. Well, well Mr. Pancho says, in regard to his physical activities and his uh, way of conducting himself in a very physical way, in a very active way, I might say, is the fact that he he believed that God uh, gives him the things every day God, uh, guides him through the different things that he uh, I'm sorry about that noise but anyway um, so Don Francisco believed that every day of his life God is guiding him throughout the day in regard to the many things that he that he goes out and he accomplishes. And on top of that, he feels that uh, God also, not only does, it, does God give him uh, the, the friend of mind to where he will go through every day in order to maintain himself active, but also God guides him in regard to the different drawings and painting that he makes throughout the day as well. So the physical activity is not just whatever you're doing physically uh, to achieve a particular uh, a particular things that you can actually tangible see it, but 
there are other things that God will be guiding him throughout the day. For instance, when he was sick and everything, he he was told it was going to take him between six to eight weeks for him to get well. And while after getting a, a, an operation for his uh, prostate, he um, saw God actually coming in close to him and pretty much told him that he was going to be okay and that everything was going to be healed in, in a, a rather fast way and uh, that he'll be well pretty soon. And lo and behold, he was actually healed that within four to six days after his surgery, that he was supposed that his recuperation would have taken him based on the, what the doctor told him was going to take between six to seven weeks. And in less than a week, he was already all uh, pretty much a part of my way of saying it, but good to go, you know, in a way. So, and he's very thankful for that. So all of the things he pretty much to wrap it up, he think God is guiding him throughout the day in order for him to maintain his level of activity and not only activity as work, but also as an artistic expression because he does a lot of drawing throughout the day as well. Yeah, I guess just a quick question, just because I'm myself, I've, I've been getting into creative endeavors and things of that sort, like this podcast and a lot of different things with music and stuff. I just want to know, like you, you said that you do drawings and you do paintings and that God kind of gives you the vision to be able to make these paintings. Like how important is that kind of painting and drawing? And like, what does that mean for you in your life? And why is it that you do it? In in el caso por ejemplo uh, uh, mío dice Christian de él eh, él dice que él eh, se ha envuelto en varias cosas artísticas como por ejemplo pintar y eso también él lo hace entonces eh, lo que él quiere preguntarle a usted en en cuanto a, a los a, lo, a las a, a las pinturas que usted hace que usted dice que Dios le, le, le lo ayuda, le da como esa inspiración a usted, ¿verdad? Eh, ¿Qué tan importante es eso para usted, el hecho de que Dios lo ayude y lo guíe en cuanto a esos dibujos y esas cosas? ¿Qué, qué tanta importancia tiene para usted? Es una gran importancia porque sin saber yo cómo se hacen los, esas cosas, me pongo a hacerlas después pues, sin saber, pero las hago algo mal, pero no, no bien, pero las hago, ¿verdad? Eso es lo que me, me, me llena aquello, la mente también para, para hacer un dibujo, para ver cómo lo me sale, pensar cómo lo me va a salir, ¿verdad? Porque eso se piensa cómo se va, cómo, qué es lo que va a hacer no va a ser no, no es solo porque va a rayar no. tiene que pensar uno cómo, va, cómo le va a salir el dibujo no, no es solo por, por rayar la, la cartulina no eso es bonito ¿verdad? pensar en todo que cómo va a ser. esto va a salir así pensar así ¿verdad? quiero ver cómo yo no rayo no rayo así ni, ni, ni otro papel, no. Yo lo que hago, lo hago como, me ha, como mi mente me ha, me ha, 
me ha dirigido, ¿verdad? Y así es, así son las cosas que hago yo. Well, in regard to the question that was posed to Mr. Francisco, he says the, for instance, in regard to his paintings and all those uh, uh, ideas and things, he said that that brings much happiness to him because a lot of time he doesn't know exactly what any painting is going to look like or anything. It's just that the painting, uh, as he start, uh, you know, it, Take the taking the um, the drawing papers and the pencils and the color the not so much the crayons but also all the painting materials that he got his pencils and his color the color pencils and things like that he will start um, painting and he doesn't know exactly what is that that he's going to paint at any given time but he starts doing the painting and he doesn't just paint or, or draw lines with no significance everything that he does it has a significance and they don't have per se a specific thing that he knows exactly how they're going to look from right off the back he says that once he start painting he start drawing lines and things things started coming up from his mind and then he just go ahead and follow through and continue to do the lines. And almost every painting that he does, even though he says that sometimes they don't come up to be, they might not look perfect, but to him, he doesn't make any mistake. He just does what it comes, is coming through his mind and through the things that he's actually uh, uh, being guided to do by God, uh, as he said it. You know, it's be, he's being guided by God because, to be honest, he doesn't know exactly how any other painting is going to look or, uh, right off the back. He just starts drawing, and he's being guided line by line. And the next thing he knows, he got a uh, an art piece in front of him that is uh, beautiful and as perfect as, as he's able to to accomplish them. And that's basically it for that. Okay, thank you so much uh, for sharing that. That's really, that's a lot of wisdom and I'm going to upload a video of these pictures that you've got painted because it's, for who, people who are listening, I'll, I'll make sure to put it on the Instagram account, a video of some of these paintings that he's got going on, but they're just beautiful paintings, very abstract, colorful. They look like geometrical a lot of different lines and colors and fairly simple but then also complex so there's a lot of contrast within the artwork and it just it's just kind of interesting to me do you mind recording me it's just kind of interesting to me uh that level of artistry and that what you're portraying through your images is very unique and I find it that there's something universal about the paintings that you have and the type of artwork that other people have. I think that there's a spiritual connection amongst all of us as human beings and that that you're a good example of somebody who's, whose spirit is shining very bright and who's portraying these images of 
of something very special and it seems that it comes from people who are happy it seems that it comes from people that are possibly enlightened who are self-aware who are content who are who are just have a lot of love in their heart and who portray that every day um so yeah just thank you so much for for showing your art if you want to just tell them that but <laughs> well i'll say i'll say básicamente don panche nomás quiero decir que sus pinturas son pinturas que que son muy especial que tienen mucho contrast como se dice Miriam Tiene mucho contraste y yo siento que ese tipo de pinturas se puede encontrar... No es no estoy diciendo que mucha gente puede hacer eso, pero hay cierta gente que lo pueden hacer y son gente que son similar a ti, que son muy feliz, que tienen el corazón muy lleno con el amor. Y eso es algo que yo me doy cuenta. No sé si es fact... Si es, ¿Cómo se dice? Fact. Sí, es cierto, pero yo siento que su tipo de arte es algo especial para la gente que realmente tiene el corazón lleno de algo positivo. Sí, ¿y cu cuántos años tenía usted cuando empezó a dibujar? So, in English, I said, how old were you when you started to draw? ¿Cuántos años tenía cuando empezó a dibujar? Mira, empecé, no lo tengo mucho, de empezar, empecé allá en El Salvador, pero allá no, 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 no pinté mucho, allá poquitas, como dos, dos cartulinas, de aquí es donde he aprendido más a, a, a hacer esto aquí en, en los estados, de, 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 un año tengo de, de, de aprender esto. De, de, de hacer estas cosas. ¿Y fue un momento particular que te inspiró para empezar? Was there, uh, for the listeners, was there a particular moment in time that inspired you to start painting? ¿Había un momento en particular que tú sentías que tenías que dibujar o...? o... No, si fue así, mire, llegamos a la tienda, vi los pilos, los volados con que se pinta, las cartulinas... Miriam, voy a llevar esto, le dije yo, vamos a, voy a empe empezar a hacer, a ver cómo hago la, los dibujos, le dije yo, traje como, el, traje varias de, de, chiquitas, tengo un, un puño por ahí guardadas, y ella que tiene tiene un buen poco allá en el cuarto, ya, me, me gusta eso porque la mente se, se va abriendo más, se va abriendo más, pensando más. Eso es lo más bonito, ¿verdad? Porque su mente se siente más fresco aquello. Pensar aquello que va a hacer, a ver cómo me sale, yo lo voy a hacer. Y ahí empiezo una, a dibujar y, y, mire, y me salen algo bonito por la voluntad de Dios. Mm. So I'll do my best translation. Don Pancho says that there's something about the process of drawing that kind of alleviates your mind to, to kind of clear your mind and that he feels that the inspiration comes from God or, you know, some higher power that inspires him to, to be able to draw. So, but, but I think the key part is that he says that it gives him a sort of clarity and kind of cleanses his mind to be able to just express whatever he wants on the piece of paper. Um... I actually wanted to ask a question from Miriam. ¿Se puede pasar la a Miriam? Um, you being the daughter of a man who 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 has tremendous wisdom, who has tremendous health for the age that he's at, from your perspective and your opinion, um, 
Like, what do you feel it is that gives your dad the capacity that he has at this age? I mean, you've, you're 45 years old. You're 45 years old. Like, you've seen him for 45 years. What is unique about your dad? What is special about your dad that makes him the person that he is? Because there's not very many people that get to live to the age that he's at to be so capable you know, to have the dexterity to be able to draw the kind of paintings that he's painting, to be able to be so consistent helping around the house. What do you feel from your perspective has given your dad this ability that he has? Yeah, um, well, I can say that uh, I remember when I was a child, uh, my father was always a very calm guy i mean very nice father very nice um very nice personality mm -hmm. uh very in peace he never get uh, too angry he never get uh, uh, he's just uh, uh, peaceful, uh, a peaceful a peaceful man i mean like um um he can be uh, upset a little bit but uh, he is going to tell you 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 have to do this but uh, then it goes uh he's i think that he lives his life like um uh very simple in peace with god by himself and with his um other human beings you know so he's been in that way and also another thing that is important that his um his habit of of eat i mean the, his diet uh, he has a very good diet. He doesn't eat too much. He say, okay, no, I'm, I'm full. I don't want to. I say, oh, Baba, but uh, uh, this is something very good. Of it. Oh, no, but uh, no, I can't uh, uh, eat anymore because I, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. No, no. He doesn't eat much. And then, uh, oh, and he does exercise. He, he has a routine. Uh, daily routine he get up in the morning he make a coffee and he goes and clean the house he he take care of dogs and everything but also he always try to do something else uh, to exercise maybe his muscles i think so uh, doing uh, like a uh, holding uh, or lifting things that he has to organize a piece of wood or something like that he he always um live the life in that way so and and i say oh do you want to take uh, do you want to stay over yeah but i'm I gonna go over there and i'm gonna start walking he like to walk when we go to to uh to a mall or, or when we go to shopping or something like that or to buy groceries he liked to do I, I say do you want to stay in the car no i prefer to to walk because i think that walking is a very important the muscle work very well and all the body work so i learned from him and i think that does that make him um have the life that he has you know so uh, and then also his creativity. Oh, this is very important. He's a very open mind. I get um, some surprise because even though he is a old man, 91 years old, but uh, he can open his mind. And and I think that for many of us, it's, it's hard when we are accustomed to do 
any uh, one thing and for the whole life it's very hard to change the habit but uh, when I explain to him for example something medical issue something like that or something that some treatment or something in the life that is better to him and I say oh you can do it in this way uh, maybe you can change and he just listen listen and if he if he see that something is for the best uh, for his life or for everybody, he do, he just change, and he just oh he he say oh that's good, and he can change like a child, and it is very hard even for me it's hard to change and have it. Uh, a, a habit that I can have, but uh, he can change. I say to my brothers, you know what? My father can change it, and we can change it too. He has the ability to, it's a flexible, um, he has a, Adaptable? a brain, like, a, a, like a, um, un cerebro flexible para cambiar. Very flexible mindset. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 he can change it very, like a child. You know, the childs are very, the, the, for them, are, it's, it, that's very easy. But for adults, it's, it's a lot of hard. When we age, uh, it's more, it's harder. But uh, he does, and that made me surprised. And he has also another thing. Uh, he has a good faith in God. And then he always live his life in peace. That's one of the, he said that if, if he doesn't have any things like um, um, bad feelings, like uh, 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 envidia, egoism, uh, all that kind of things, or hate, that, that hate is very, he said that hate is, too bad, it consumes uh, the, the, the human, I mean. So he say, no, it's good to, to get out of that. And I think that make him, his life more like uh, easy and uh, como más um, liviana. I don't know, I don't know the word in English. Liviana? How would you Livia say that? Like, huh? li lighter? His life, oh, lighter. His life yes. becomes much lighter. Lighter, yeah. Thank you, Miriam, for the context. And just from my standpoint, if you want to turn the camera, but just from my standpoint, I feel like for the listeners, um, I've known Don Pancho for, I don't know, I want to say maybe three or four or five years. And um, everything Miriam said is like, I would, you know, multiply that. I would have to agree with everything she said. And just from me doing this podcast for about a year now, uh, Don Pancho kind of being the pinnacle of like wisdom and and everything because I mean he's the oldest person I've had on the podcast but he just meets he has this there's like a certain like formula I feel like which which I feel like I've noticed amongst people who are really happy and Don Pancho kind of has those things which is like having faith I think some type of faith I think that's really important in happiness which I've learned about myself too as I've developed my faith I've actually become happier so Don Pancho has faith he has, um, he's consistent in terms of his uh, physical movements. Like it's not even so much exercise. It's just constantly moving, walking, constantly doing something. He's just always active. Not in the sense of like lifting weights and going on new diets. And it's a very natural process in the sense that it's not influenced by like what's a fad or what's going on in society it's very much so just being in tune with his own body when he eats food you know he eats to the point where he feels satisfied it's not 
He's not eating through emotion. He's eating just to satisfy his physical needs. Um, and like he said, you know, not having, how Midian said, not having any sort of hatred in the heart. I think he's a good demonstrator of that because when I see him, he's always happy. He's always talking. Even if he's talking and nobody's really listening, you know, or if he's just talking and, you know, nobody's even around, like he's always expressing what's on his mind. So I feel like, you know, he's he's constantly keeping himself clear. And I think that's what I take away from him. My last question for Don Pancho, mi última pregunta para usted, Don Pancho, es ¿Qué es su mensaje para, para los otros humanos? En la planeta, todos los humanos, si tú puedes mandar un mensaje, ¿qué sería ese mensaje? And for you guys, the listeners, I pretty much asked them, if you had a message for the human race, what would that message be? So, un, un mensaje, Don Pancho, para todos los humanos del mundo, ¿qué serías tu, tu mensaje para los humanos de, del mundo ahorita? Bueno, yo diría que... No, pena, te sigue para ver si que está bueno, He's thinking. <laughs> Comida poquito me gusta. No me gusta comer un montón porque me siento que me va a hacer daño. Por eso no tomo ni, ni alguna cosa ni como otra cosa que me pueda hacer daño, no. Esto eso lo, lo voy viendo desde chiquito. El modo de comer ha sido poquito, ha sido digamos cosas naturales en el Salvador no no comí una comida así no no ya no Don Pancho pretty much said which I feel like it, it was the answer he said um, that you know just allow things to just naturally come you know he kind of emphasized it with his food the food that he likes to eat you know just eating you know, what he would call small, small amounts, right? But of course, that's contextual to everybody. But he says, you know, just eating small amounts of food and just letting things naturally evolve and just become the way they are and not, you know, so in a sense, I feel like he's trying to say like not doing things from a, from a artificial sense or doing things from a, you know, do things that are real for yourself and just allow them to evolve from a natural place. And of course, it seems like nutrition's, a really big thing for him and I would just have to say for him it's it's been you know just not eating too much just being very mindful about how much he eats and that's that's pretty much his message but I think it's a great message uh, Don Pancho muchas gracias por, por hacer esto Bye. sus palabras me ha gustado mucho yo he aprendido mucho de ti uh, muchas gracias Miriam por, por también ayudar uh, y también Muchas gracias a mi papá por también ayudar. 
Eh, ha sido un placer, Cristian, poder contribuir en algo hacia tu podcast. Uh, yes, of course, in English, of course. <laughs> I would like to say uh, I'm very happy to be able to assist you and contribute toward your podcast, at least in my very simple way as a translator, you know, uh, in regard to Don Pancho and his uh, life and his longevity and the kinds of things that actually have help him get to where he's at right now. And what I take away from everything is three things. One is be mindful of what you eat and preferably eat things that are natural. Uh, second is to stay physically active as much as you possible can, not only physically, but also mentally in regard to being physically involved in your life, accomplishing things like cleaning the house and your uh, domain, as uh, you might say. Also, do um, do get yourself involved into other uh, uh, things, that, even though they might not seem to be physical in the same sense as being accomplishing things like cleaning and building stuff, but in a, an arti as an artistic way of expressing yourself, by doing that, you will guide your energies uh, in a very enlight enlightening and meaningful way of expression that you might even see God expressing himself through you. Because like in the case of Don Pancho, he says that in regard to his painting, he never knows exactly how the paintings are going to look like. He just starts drawing and things start flowing out of his mind through his hands and through the pencils and through the canvas. So anyway, and then the last but not the least is that you also need to be involved in, in realizing that in this world we are not just here but ourselves because he believes very deeply that there is a God, a God that is not only there for all of us but is accessible to all of us, whether it might be in a dream whether it might be by you actively talking to him or directing to God any kinds of the, a prayer that, that you might have, something that you might want to ask from God, something that you might want to express to him in regard to how satisfied you are in regard to all the little things that you are being provided throughout the day. So Don Pancho, the way that I see it, he's one of those persons that tends to be very thankful for most of everything that he gets every day. If he gets a, a, a warm cup of coffee, no sugar, perfect. I'm happy for that. And I'm thankful for that. And not only did he feel thankful, thankful for that, but he also expressed that thankfulness to God for giving him those little those little pleasures in life you know so food activity mentally physically 
uh, expressed by painting and being uh, uh, very mindful the guy exists and that you can actually talk to him and you can actually pray to him and he can actually make things happen through you that could actually bring certain amount of uh, happiness to your life. So all those three combinations in any way, given way, if you practice it, and I know this is a very simplistic thing because most people uh, believe that there is God, most people stay active, and, and most people uh, uh, would like to think that they are very mindful in regard to what they eat. But a lot of times we are being influenced by many different things in society, by the media, and so on and so forth. So that if you don't really pay attention to keep it simple, you can be very distorted in regard to your diet. You might be very distorted in the kind of activity that you get involved. And you might also get distorted in regard to whether or not if there is a gap, which it should not be any question in regard to that, because just about anything, and I'm just interjecting my own thoughts right now, because just about anything that you can look around, if you think about it, life in this planet is so perfect, and so perfect, and so perfect, and so perfect. For instance, the fruits, the vegetables, Everything has a shape. The, the the for instance the almond nuts, the peanuts, uh, the beans. Everything has the shape of the part of your organ that they are meaning to have a, a positive effect. For instance, the walnut uh, seeds. Okay, when you crack it, you look at it. It looks like a two-sided brain. And no wonder the walnut seeds, guess what they are perfect for? They're an outstanding nutrient for your brain. And like the peats and the beans and all of that, they're also excellent for what they look to resemble like a, a kidney, what have you. It's because they are, it's like a, a dummy, you know, just in case so that way you never forget about it. Here you have a, a walnut seed or nut, and guess what? It looks like your brain because it means for you to nutri to be used as a nutrient for your brain, and so on and so forth. So just the same way that everything is so perfect, you know, uh, in life is because no wonder there is a God. All right. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much, guys, for doing this. Muchas gracias, Don Pancho. I bet you're going to have a whole bunch of yes, you should have your dad talk to you. <laughs>